We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies edtech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com slash B-E. Welcome to Transformative Principle, where you learn how to be a leader and not just a manager of a to-do list. I am your host, Jethro Jones. You can find me on Twitter at Jethro Jones. Your to-do list is a hungry monster that is never satisfied. For the last year and a half, I've helped principals get awards, get promoted, and find the time to do the work that really matters. I recently opened a new mastermind slot. Schedule a call with me and let's overcome the stressed and isolated principal position together. Go to the show notes for this episode at transformativeprincipal.org and click schedule a call with Jethro. Welcome to Transformative Principal. This is episode 315 and I am excited to have Sam Brooks on the podcast. Sam Brooks has worked for Putnam County Schools for the past 27 years. He leads all personalized learning opportunities for students and teachers in the district, which includes online dual enrollment, dual credit, and industry certification options. Mr. Brooks is a Google certified trainer and was recognized by the Center for Digital Education as a national top 30 technologist, transformers, trailblazers in 2014, and his program has been identified in several national publications. And I'm excited to have you on Transformative Principle. Welcome, Sam. So good to talk to you. Thanks, man. We appreciate the invite. Looking forward to it. Yeah. So I met you at a new team habits training that was put on by Education Elements in November. And when I met you, uh, the first thing I said was, uh, you said that your title was the director of personalized learning. And I said, well, that's great. (laughs) There's actually a title for that. That's wonderful. (laughs) So tell me a little bit about what that means in your district. Well, it, you know, it's really transitioned from uh, uh, something that was just an opportunity for students in our district to take advantage uh, of some online opportunities way back in uh, 2009 when we started the program, uh, initial credit uh, opportunities, you know, maybe for a kid that was sitting in a class that, you know, walked in the class on day one and, and could do real, real good on the end of course test. So they knew the material before they stepped in the door. So th- this gave them the opportunity to kind of personalize. And at that time, it's more of a personalized pathway, um, if you will. And now it's transitioned into, you know, what can we do in the regular traditional classroom to give those students the same type of opportunity 
in a personalized situation where we can meet the needs and the interests of that individual child, get them more engaged in that classroom and give them what they need to set them on their path to whatever uh, it is that they want to do in their future. Yeah, that's great. And I love that transition from, you know, going from just focusing on credit to focusing on learning throughout the whole entire district. And I think that's so important. I, and that's a really powerful shift. The personalizing options is really easy when you're like trying your hardest to make sure that a kid graduates and trying to like pull out all the stops to make sure that happens. But it's even more powerful when you can start that earlier so that by the time they get to that point, they're they're much more ready to be graduating. So one of the things that we talked about was how you were involved in doing the personalized learning rollout and policy creation at the state level. Can you talk a little bit about how that is a different piece? Because you're in Tennessee and the whole state is on board with this idea of personalizing learning. So what did that look like? Yeah, it, the the way that it came down the pike was uh, we were lucky enough to have one of our former director of schools, uh, Dr. Kathleen Earhart. She transitioned into a role with the Tennessee Department of Education, uh, and she was, you know, helped our present director of schools, Mr. Jerry Boyd, kind of dream up this program of VITAL, you know, that stands for Virtual Instruction to Accentuate Learning, way back in uh, a little bit pre-2008. And so uh, we had a lot of success with it. A lot of people were coming our way to see how we were doing things. And she got that opportunity to be the uh, commissioner uh, assistant director, basically, of of Tennessee uh, Department of Education. And and, um, so once she got there and she got her feet wet and and she realized, you know, what was uh, at that time, it was race to the top funding. And if the state was going to get race to the top funding, then they had to put together some type of of application and and tell the Fed what they were going to do with the money. And so uh, one of the big uh, points uh, of interest in that application for our state was uh, online and personalized learning. And so uh, we followed that up, you know, after we got the funds going, we're able to do some things that local districts in Tennessee, uh, Dr. Earhart had moved into her role at the Department of Education at that time, and she formed uh, what we call the Personalized Learning Task Force. And uh, since we were already doing some stuff in that direction in Putnam County, she asked me to be a member of the task force. And that was back in 2015. And, uh, you know, because uh, the task force was going to be considering policy at the state level, I thought it might be a good idea for Putnam County to go ahead and mimic uh, that task force in our own district and take advantage of the conversation that was going on at the state level with a lot of important people. (laughs) And uh, kind of get that conversation going uh, in our district with our people so we could kind of grow together and with the expectation and the policy changes that were going to happen uh, at the state level, we didn't have to worry so much about what the policy changes in Putnam County were going to be. We could just uh, feed off of what was going on at the uh, state meetings and kind of transition our meetings and mold our meetings to what was going on there. So that saved us a lot of a lot of time, Jethro, in, in trying to consider what policies might need to be changed in our own district, knowing that those things were going to be taken care of at the state level. And uh, so what we did that year, we just, you know, we just kind of mimic what they did. If, if they brought a guest in from somewhere around the country that was doing some things that we considered innovative, you know, I would go up at lunch and I'd say, hey, we're kind of doing this in Putnam County. Would you would you guys be interested in coming and talking to our group? 
And surprisingly to me, just about everybody that I asked uh, was willing to do that at their own expense. And so we were able to get them to come into Putnam County and, and kind of go through the same innovative practices that, you know, they were highlighting at the state level. So it was a, a very interesting two years for us. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Now, the original intent is this virtual instruction to accentuate learning the vital program. And I'm sure that that has grown and developed since then. What are some of the ways that that, you know, that started out as, you know, the the easy way to think about that is, you know, we're just going to add online courses or classes to whatever we're doing, or maybe do some blended learning. What does that actually look like in practice now? Yeah, man. And it's, I mean, it's, it's grown so fast, Jethro. We, we just, it's hard to keep up with. And, and I look <laughs> at where we started and where we are now and just uh, the incredible amount of growth because of student, student need. It's just incredible. But, you know, pre-2008, as we started the vital program, you know, a lot of what we're talking about now came from, as, as far as digital education is concerned, came from credit recovery. So we were doing a lot of things in the credit recovery lab and giving those students who had uh, seat time and met the seat time requirement uh, at that time. Uh, we were allowing them to flow into a digital lab and recouping some credit that way. And what we noticed pre-2008 was some of the kids that weren't very successful because of discipline problems and uh, you know the fact that they were being bored or attendance problems were being very successful uh, in the digital uh, delivery. And so we started wondering around 2008, 2009, how successful this might be with a, a initial credit kid. And at that time, there were pockets of, of that going on. Florida Virtual School was doing some extensive work uh, when online learning. And, and so we kind of, you know, went down there, went to their training, picked their brain and, and, and kind of molded our program after what was very successful in the state of Florida. And then with the Florida State uh, World School. And so we came up with something that we thought would work for our district and started pushing that out in 2009. And you're exactly right. It was uh, basically online credit advancement classes and the opportunity for a traditional teacher to have some type of blended learning environment um, in their classroom, which they really they really liked that opportunity. So today you transition or transfer all the way to today. Our umbrella is now called uh, Future Ready. We we were seeing that used a lot out there. And to us, Jethro and our students, Future Ready means, you know, getting a student the opportunity to be prepared for whatever they want their future to be. So in the past, when we talked in terms of college and career ready, students were hearing college or career ready. And so the CTE options, career and technical options that we had available, they were seeing as only available to one a set of students or one group of students. And so when we transitioned to the, to the term future ready, now they see that is, okay, here are my options under this umbrella. I'm going to pick and choose whatever option that I need that is going to be able to get me to where I want to go. So a good example for the listeners would be, we live in a town that's got a very good engineering university in Tennessee Tech University, one of the top engineering schools in, in the nation. So if, if we have a, an engineering student that comes into our high school and they know that that's what they want to do, well, we've got three classes in engineering, CTE, career and technical that are available to them that, that offers them a very hands-on experience so they can learn about what it takes to be an engineer and what it takes to be at the ground level. Uh, and you know what everybody's job is going to be from top to bottom in an engineering situation. So if they take advantage of that in high school, 
they can flow right into our junior college, which is Volunteer State in Cookville, or they can go right into Tennessee Tech University and, and start their engineering. And some of those uh, courses along the way will be for college credit. So they're gaining hours in college while they're in high school and getting a taste of what that job might look like. And we feel like that's just so important because you might get into a class or a, a future job that you think you might want to do. You get in there and you get to messing around with it and you realize very quickly, hey, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I thought it yeah. was going to be pretty cool, but I, I'm not good at this or I don't like this or this is not what I want to do. And if we can get a kid to understand that while they're in high school and then get down a path that uh, they really do love and want to be a part of, that's going to promote a lot more success as they get a little older and even when they get into college. That idea is, is just incredibly powerful. And the, and the thought of somebody knowing whether or not they like something is is such a blessing for them because they can then make those kind of choices. And you know, one of the things that I think is really great is that idea of you working with the state being aligned with them and mimicking a lot of what they were doing but then also making your own choices around that and that's something that i found for schools especially if you can find a way to mimic what your those above you are doing and find a way to get involved in that you can have great benefits from that and i think that that's a really good example here now one of the things that we talked about and preparing for this was this idea of what it looks like today and how when you go into a meeting, you have a student in mind as you're having this meeting, whatever the topic of the meeting is. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, that that was kind of a, I feel like that was a game changer for our district and our, our supervisors in the district and leading down to our principals and then with their staff at their schools. And, you know, a lot of times, and, and we've all been there, uh, but I was a biology teacher uh, in high school before I took this job years ago. And anything that came down the pike from the central office or from the state, you know, I always looked at it how it was going to affect me as a teacher in my four walls. So my perspective dealt with only me and how things affected me, because that's that's my point of view. That's all I had to go on. And so our director really started talking in terms of what is the most important thing for our students. So, you know, anytime we go into a meeting now, you know, we do our we do our uh, meeting beginning and and opener and, and kind of, you know, get everybody in the room to speak, kind of a check-in, if you will. And, and then the he kind of goes over the objectives of the meeting. And the first one always is, you know, when we talk about anything that we're discussing in this meeting, I want you to think of it from a student perspective. And we need to have a mindset of, of what's good for the student first before we get into any of the any of the weeds, if you will, about any decisions that we're going to make. And what that does to, to a teacher, to an assistant principal, a principal, to a supervisor on up, it gets your mind off of anything that would have to do with you or any complexity with the decision that you're going to make. And it puts it on what is the best thing for the student. And, and if that is the, the defining factor in the decisions that we make, we feel like we're going to make good decisions along the way if we're doing uh, things that are going to be good for students. So that for us, that was, uh, you know, that was something that was uh, very big for uh, our team. And uh, we talk in terms of that now. And when they come into a meeting, they know the mindset is to think of students first. And, you know, you still have to think of the teacher and how it's going to affect them and their four walls. But a lot of the problems disappear when you talk about things in terms of how it's going to affect the student. And is it right for the student? 
And so that's kind of uh, that's kind of where we have gone with that. And it, it's been really good for our district. Well, and what I love about that idea is that it's not it's not that you are trying to do, you know, just whatever's good for everybody. But it's that idea of of having a particular student in mind that I think is really powerful and it changes how you make decisions. And I think that's a really great strategy for anybody who's in education at any level. As you go into a meeting, think about a particular student. How is whatever we talk about here going to impact them? And if it doesn't impact them, you know, maybe take a look at what you're talking about, you know, and right. and think about that. Because really, when we are focused on what our kids need and when we are doing the things that they individually need us to do, we're going to be that much better as leaders, as teachers, as directors, as, you know, whatever the case may be. It's vital that we are paying attention to them and what they actually need. No pun intended on the vital, right? Yeah, that's right. I, I, <laughs> I snuck that in there on purpose. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. So uh, the last question I ask everybody is, what is one thing that a principal can do this week to be a transformative principal like you, Sam? Uh, you know, it's just that. It's to be open-minded and, and you know, take on the mindset of, of working for the students. I think most everybody that gets into this field of work, especially in a principal role, the first thing that pops in their head when any idea comes up or really any thought process is the student. So, I mean, that would, that would, for me, that's been very nice for our staff, you know, uh, in the vital office. And when we get together and our meetings have improved, everybody is more motivated to, to do their job. Not that it was a problem before, but it, it's just, it seems like everybody is so much more on board now because they know that their job is important and they know that they're working for the student. So for me, that's one of the most important things that we're doing now is, is kind of have that philosophy, if you will, that what we're doing is important. And then we're going to do the best we can for each individual student that we have in our program or any kid in our district. And so that's where I would start. I think if you have that mentality, you're going to last a long time and you're going to make very good decisions. So that would be my advice for anybody that's getting into this work or anybody that, you know, is, is at a point to where they need something else or they need more motivation you know, really concentrate on that student and, and the outcome uh, of those students. And, and I think that's, to me, that's the best advice I've received. Yeah. Well, I think that that's great. And I, I appreciate you being part of the Transformative Principal Podcast, Sam. You can follow Sam on Twitter at VitalK12. And once again, Sam, thank you so much for being part of Transformative Principal. Thanks, man. It's an honor. Appreciate you asking me. Hey, this is Jethro. Thanks so much for listening to that episode of Transformative Principle. I hope that you enjoyed it. And I want to remind you, I am going out on my own. So I'm looking for opportunities to help schools implement things that are related to student-driven learning. So if you'd like to work with me, please go to jethrojones.com and you'll be able to enter your information there and we can schedule a chat to talk and figure out how we can help move kids forward and be in control of their own learning. Thanks so much. That's JethroJones.com. Do you want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. 
That's IXL.com slash BE. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all of those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flexible time without all the headaches you get with it usually. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE.